On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Salesforce. This company is up 26% after their earnings and some big news that this company is entering the Dow 30. So I'm going to take a look at the company. The episode is going to be broken down into the following. First, I just want to do a quick overview of the company and their earnings. Then I want to take a look at their future growth. How, how is this company expected to grow in the upcoming years? Is, this, is there still room for this company to grow? I also want to take a look at their past growth to see where this company has been. Um, next, I want to take a look at highlights from their earnings. Finally, I want to do a, a quick overview of their balance sheets to make sure this company is financially stable. At the end, I just want to give my overall thoughts on the company and want to see if I'm still if I'm willing to invest in Salesforce right now. And if you wish you would have known about Salesforce before this video, before the 27%, make sure to hit that subscribe button. I talked about Salesforce before it before last earnings um where it was actually down three percent after earnings and look how things changed in just a matter of a quarter now it's up 27 percent and since last earnings i want to say that that was about three months ago um this company is around right now 65 percent up so if you are new to my channel if you are a long-term investor if you want to learn about growth stocks make sure to hit the subscribe button to all my returning viewers, thank you so much for the support. I truly appreciate it. If you guys ever want to get in contact with me, you can find me on the YouTube comments. You can find me on Twitter, my Discord channel, Twitch, my weekly newsletter, and so much more. All the information should be on the pinned comments. But remember, all this information is free. I am by no means a professional, so none of this should be taken as advice. Make sure to talk to a financial advisor before making any financial movements. All right, so first let's take a look at Salesforce. And the first thing I want to talk about Salesforce is, is try to understand what they do. Many people call Salesforce uh, a SaaS company or, or a software company. And to me, that's such a, the wrong way to say it, right? Because SaaS companies, software companies all hit different markets. So that alone doesn't really break down what Salesforce does. Salesforce is a company that deals with CRM. All right, so let me explain to you guys what CRM tools. So CRM tools stands for Customers Relationship Management. And pretty much what CRM tools are to help businesses be able to manage potential sales, um, to pretty much have all this data within, uh, within the company about their customers. And this type of data will help the company with so many things like understanding what products their customers like, understanding who where their products are mainly sold, who buys their products, what would be a great leading product to sell, who would be great potential big clients. So it's, for example, they have email integrations, they have relationship management, sales call, email marketing. You can even go to sales websites, um, salesforce.com website, and they tell you the products they do. They help sell faster and smarter with their world's number one sales platform. They have services to help manage your customer support, marketing, commerce, engagement to allow you to engage with your customers, platforms, integrations with other apps. They have analytics to give you the results of their data, and especially now, right, in a world where you, your customers are worldwide. You need to understand the data coming from them. You you need to be able to produce your to have great services for them to have great marketing so salesforce is definitely in a market that i feel is very bullish and will continue to grow 
All right, so now let's take a look at Salesforce's most recent earnings. They did revenue of $5.1 billion, and that's up 27% year over year, and that'd be estimation by about $200 million. We have gap earnings per share of $2.85, which actually beat by $2.86. That to me is crazy that they beat expectations by that much. Um, they were actually expected to be negative this year from, from what it looks like based on analysts. Um, so here we can see they did great earnings and no wonder this company is up almost 30% for the day. It's just kicking butt right now, but we can see this market cap of $245 billion. All right, so now let's take a look at the future growth that analysts expect for Salesforce. We can already see that analysts are not always right, but they kind of give us a ballpoint of what's expected. Salesforce for the next three years is expected to grow its revenue annually on average 15.5%. That does not mean every year is going to grow 15.5%. Maybe one year might be 45, maybe one year might be 20, maybe one year might be 5%, but on average within those 3 years it'll be 15.5%. Many people and many investors I follow consider a 15% growth to be a high growth company. So that's really impressive to see this company that's already at a 200 and 45 billion dollar market cap still growing 15 percent on average for the next three years and this is faster than the industry and this is faster than the market next we're expecting their earnings growth to be be 52.5 percent on average for the next three years and again this is faster than the industry and this is faster than the market and normally when we see a company that's beating revenues growth by by 52.5 percent you would expect the company to be not profitable but that's not the case right now salesforce is already profitable and they are going to continue to be profitable in the upcoming in the upcoming years their last quarter which was april 29th they did report a loss in earnings and i'm guessing that's why analysts might have expected this earnings to be bad um, but at the end of the day they were positive on this year's gap on this quarter's gap earnings per share but we can see earnings for this company is continuing to grow as the revenue continues to grow so we have a strong growth company with strong earnings coming up but has this always been the case for salesforce in 2019 salesforce grew its revenue 29 percent year over year in 2018 it grew 26 percent year over year and in 2017 it grew 24 25 year over year so this is definitely one with constant strong growth and just this quarter we see a 27.5 percent b this tells me that salesforce is is still not slowing down even though like i mentioned it's a 250 billion dollar market cap company it has no signs of slowing down one thing i haven't mentioned yet is salesforce has joined the dow 30 and for as a trader or as a short-term investor that might be great news because it, it, it kind of gives more of a bullish name to, to salesforce but for me as a long-term investor then joining the dow 30 doesn't really much doesn't really change much in the fundamental aspects of the company the fundamentals of the company still stay the same so as a long-term investor something like that it's good to see but it's not something that changes my mind in in getting or in or out of salesforce all right so now let's take a look at some highlights of their company all right so now let's take a look at some highlights for for this earnings salesforce right now like i mentioned did close to five billion dollars on earnings this quarter 1.28 billion of that came from sales cloud that is up 13 percent. and like we saw sales cloud is the process is the integration that helps companies grow their sales w- within within their customers 
They also have the Service Cloud products for customer support, which delivered $1.3 billion. That revenue is up 20%. So we can see those two sectors, just the cloud sales, sales cloud, and we have the Service Cloud, which is their customer support, delivered close to half of this company's total revenue. The company's platform and other category, which includes Tableau data visualization. If you guys have watched my AYX, Tableau is one of the products that AYX can integrate with. And I actually did not know that Salesforce owned them. And Salesforce acquired them last year for $14.8 billion. And that came to a $1.5 billion revenue coming from the company's platform and other categories, which is up nearly 66%. So we can see all the categories that um, that Salesforce is in is up a nice amount, double digits. Not only did they do great in the revenue, they also gave amazing, amazing guidance for next quarter and for the full year. And last quarter, one of the main reasons this company was down last quarter was because they lowered their guidance. Um, but now after lowering the guidance this quarter, they were, they say, hey, they were wrong. We're raising our guidance back up. Um, they are forecasted to have somewhere about $20.7 billion for the year. So twenty close to so $20.7 to $20.8 billion. The overall consensus was about $20 billion. So that's that's a pretty big jump based on what analysts expected. They also raised their guidance on earnings per share. Um, now they give $3.72 to $3.74 when the overall guidance last quarter was $2.93. So almost a dollar jump there. The overall consensus, which is what analysts expected, was $2.96. So we can see not only did Salesforce did ama- do amazing earnings this quarter, it also is reporting great guidance, better than what analysts have expected. And all of this added together is driving the stock price up all right so now let's take a quick look at the presentation they had just to see if there's anything anything cool that they have so we can see there are four products that we talked about that salesforce is in um and where they collect the revenue they have sales cloud um, they have service cloud they have salesforce platforms and others and they have marketing cloud and commerce cloud and we can see all of these are up double digits to me it's pretty impressive for salesforce platform and others to be up 66 percent year over year but i do believe a huge portion is because of that acquisition with tableau table u tableau table u i know someone in my last video when i talked about them corrected me i'm sorry for not listening please please forgive me here we can also see what regions they're seeing the huge uh, they're seeing growth in and they're seeing growth all over the world they're seeing growth in Americas they're seeing growth in Europe Middle East uh, Middle East and Africa they're seeing growth in Asia Pacific and China this to me shows how this company is growing all over and again this kind of gives the great thing about taking a look at earnings it kind of helps you understand how the overall market is reacting as well so if all these um, these countries are doing well right now in form of sales for sales why if there's a company that's within these markets that hit similar niches that hit similar markets or and products i would expect them to do well so i do believe it's important to take a look at other companies earnings to just try to understand what's happening around the world in the forms of markets all right so next i want to take a quick look at their balance sheet i want to even though this company is making money i still want to make sure they have a a nice balance sheet to to be able to survive during bad times so let's start off and this is comparing right now july 31st to june 
January 31st, which was about six months ago, or the beginning of or, or at the end of their last physical year. So cash and cash equivalents are pretty much the same. There has been a huge bump up in marketable securities, um, but overall, this so this company right now has about $9 billion of quick cash. Total current assets compared to six months ago dropped about $1 billion. Not a big change in my opinion, especially that this company still has a huge amount of cash available to them. Um, but that that's understandable. Another thing is account, the main reason the company, the the current assets are down right now is because accounts receivables. So accounts receivables is money expected um, within the next 12 months from other companies. So some other customers still owe them to pay. Uh, so right now it seems like not many customers owe them a lot of money compared to when they do in January 31st. And now this is actually bringing back things when I was looking at their earnings. They do mention that Salesforce on average, the amount of revenue they collect and you can see it in their operating cash flow depends on the quarter quarter four and quarter one tend to be higher compared to quarter two and quarter three so we can see right though that balance sheet that we're looking at takes place the one we're comparing it takes place in quarter four right now we're in quarter two where we know quarter four is a better a better quarter compared to quarter two so that's why those accounts receivables are off. So at the end of the day, this is to me is, is a nice jump to see that amount of cash jump up. The accounts receivable decrease is not that big of a deal because it is expected for a company like Salesforce. Let's take a jump at their total assets. Total assets right now have increased by about $2 billion. But most of that $2 billion is coming from, it's coming from goodwill. Goodwill to me is this company most likely did some form of, of of acquisition recently and some of that goodwill comes in. Goodwill is pretty much a fake asset to me. Um, so to see that increase, it's not, not a great thing. But still, their total assets at least have not decreased. Um, so that's a great thing. Now let's take a look at their total liabilities. Right now, this company has total liabilities of about $19 billion. This $19 billion is lower than they did two years, two quarters ago, which was 21 billion. So there has been a decrease in total liabilities. One thing I wanna say is they have unearned revenue. Unearned revenue is what I consider, what many consider deferred revenue. And deferred revenue is very easy to understand. Let's take a look, the best, if you guys have been watching my channel for a long time, you already know where I'm gonna go with this. Imagine Netflix. So you know how you pay for Netflix, you pay for a year subscription. But let's say you've only used two months of that year subscription. Even though Netflix has already pulled that money from you, their other, the remaining 10 months that they haven't given you a service for goes as unearned revenue. Because even though they collected that revenue, is still they still haven't given you the product to, to, to actually collect it in the books. So that unearned revenue is money they've collected but have yet to, to write it on the books because they have yet to give the product to you. So to me, that to me is almost like a fake liability. So if we reduce this unearned revenue by this total liabilities, this company has close to 10 to $11 billion of total liabilities. This company right now has enough cash, almost enough cash to pretty much pay off its total liabilities. And that to me is a very, very strong balance sheet, especially since their debt is only about $2.7 billion. So even if they just want to pay off their total debt, they still can and have plenty of cash left over. So CRM Salesforce has a very great balance sheet. 
Now let's take a look at my thoughts. So Salesforce right now is $250 billion. They are in markets that I, I believe are bullish. They have straight growth in the company. They're showing strong growth in both revenue and earnings. They're already profitable. Um, they have increased their guidance for, for the upcoming years. They have a very strong balance sheet. So what's, not, what's there not to like? For me, Salesforce, uh, if you guys don't know, I have a, multiple tiers of company. Tier ones are my best stocks, the ones I, I go heavy on. Then I have tier two, which I'm like, I'm still bullish in them, but I'm mediumly convicted in. Um, and then I have tier three companies that I believe will be multi-baggers, but have the greater risk. Um, and like I said, it's pretty much on my preference and on my bullishness level. Tier ones are, are my favorite. And I've actually done a video of my nine tier one stocks. So make sure to check that out. Um, Salesforce for me will never make it at a tier one video, uh, at a tier one, even though it has all these great things. Me personally, I have other markets that I am willing to enter over the CRM tools. But this does not mean like we saw, we had all these great aspects of Salesforce. To me, Salesforce is one that can either be a tier two, for sure be a tier three, a tier three or a tier two. So this means it's probably one that will be a small portion of my portfolio, somewhere between two to 3%. But at the end of the day, even if this is a multi-bagger, imagine a multi-bagger, even two, 3% gives you a lot of returns. And that's the type of, of way I play in the market. If you want to check, take a look at my portfolio. I did an update about a month ago. And if you guys, I'll probably do one in the upcoming days. Um, but to me, that style works for me. So Salesforce is one that at the moment I have to relook at my portfolio to see how much it owns. If I feel like I can still add a little bit, I will dollar cost average in between, but it's not a position I will go out right now and buy full force head on. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, take care. Like always, have a good night and see you next time.